Welcome sentient beings from all known universes and beyond. It's time to activate your cranial downlinks and prepare to receive a raft of discussion on a cosmic ocean of science fiction and fantasy topics, interviews with local area genre devotees, and insightful prognostication by our soothsayers of science fiction, our forecasters of fantasy, and any other beings that happen to get caught in our gravity well. This is the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Galactic Driftwood Podcast. I'm Bill. I'm Linda. I'm Seth. I'm Charles. And I'm Chris. And we have a couple of uh, guests joining us on the podcast today. Uh, like to start off welcoming uh, Matthew Rotundo, uh, who we interviewed on our last podcast, local area author. Uh, Matt, do you want to introduce yourself to the folks? Hi, guys. I'm Matt. Uh, as, as, uh, as Bill said, I'm a, a writer from Omaha. And I, uh, am, uh, I, I put out a, a series of books called The Prison World Revolt, of which the first book is called Petra. Second one is Petra released, and the third one is Petra Rising, which you can all find at my website, MatthewSRotundo.com. All right. Glad to be here. And, good. Thank you. And then uh, Jermaine, want to welcome Jermaine to the show. Jermaine's a, a good uh, podcast buddy of mine from Trekker's Delight. So, Jermaine, you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the folks? <laughs> hey, guys. My name is Jermaine Watson. It's nice to be with you all. <laughs> Jermaine, nice um, to meet you. Yeah. So uh, today we're going to be talking about uh, the uh, latest Doctor Strange movie, uh, Multiverse of Madness. And uh, we also want to touch a little bit on uh, the upcoming season four of Stranger Things, which uh, I think uh, we've all got at least uh, one or two questions that we hope this season will answer for us. But uh, let's start off with uh, Multiverse of Madness. Now, Linda and I have not seen it, and I think Charles hasn't seen it, but have all the rest of you seen it? Yes, I Absolutely. have. All right. All right. Well, let's kick it off here. Um, <laughs> Seth, since you seem to be a, a huge fan of the Multiverse of Madness, uh, you want to give us just a quick kind of overview of uh, what it's about? All right. So I, I guess first, spoiler warning. Oh, yeah. uh, we are going to spoil the movie a little bit. So, Bill, Linda, if you don't want to hear. No, uh, go ahead. You're good. Go for uh, it. Spoiler. So, uh, the Multiverse of Madness uh, starts off with uh, a Doctor Strange who looks different than we've seen before running through this crazy kind of planescape with a girl who we've also never seen before uh they're being chased by this horrible demon thing and uh end up uh or we don't know who anyone is what the heck's going on but apparently the girl who is america chavez uh is in possession of some power that this beast is after and uh it's very bad if the beast gets it so they're kind of in a, they're backed up against a wall and this version of Doctor Strange it chooses to try and steal America's powers rather than save her on the theory that uh, they'll be better. It would be way better if he had the power than if she did. Hmm. 
and that goes sideways and uh, she ends up opening a door into another universe because uh, spoiler spoiler alert that's her power is oh. she can cross universes and uh, they end up with Doctor Stranger in the mainline MCU world uh, we're familiar with yep and mm -hmm. that's where things take off from there. And uh, so the main story is Doctor Strange is attempting to keep her safe from the threat that's chasing her through the multiverse. And in the process, he goes to get help from uh, the Scarlet Witch, Wanda, who we last saw in... Uh, who we last saw in the WandaVision series. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't, right. Did you guys ever watch WandaVision? I did. Yes. Yep. yep. Yeah, so the movie doesn't assume that you've watched the series because they do catch you up on what happened there where Wanda had a couple kids in this reality that she'd created and then lost them. And she's spent the intervening time going through this book called The Darkhold trying to get her children back and we come in and we meet her in the movie it looks like it at first appears like she's uh, abandoned magic and has kind of come to peace with her loss and is ready to help uh, ready to help Steven help this girl who's apparently being chased by someone who can use witchcraft and uh no she uh, so much yeah, yeah she's yeah. been the bad guy the whole time and has gone super freaking evil <laughs> in the just like all the way off the deep end uh and all right yeah so, so i don't want to go through the whole plot of the whole right. movie because right. that'll that's not good podcasting so uh from that point on it is uh it's a fun ride. Yeah, Doctor Strange keeping America away from uh, the Scarlet Witch and all the things that happen thereof, and we get some really good fan service on the way. Uh, we get we get confirmation of some of the multiverse stuff. But mm, if you were hoping for X Men in the uh, MCU, it's still not there. It's closer glimpses of it, but it's not now. Now, Seth, uh, you like. The show, I Is did correct. Yeah, yeah, it was a and, very different Marvel movie from what we've seen before. Okay, and Jermaine, let me just ask you: Did you? What was your opinion? Did you like it? No, I did not like it. <laughs> oh, no. All right, okay. Awesome. Game and, on. And, uh, let's go to Chris. Chris, what was your thought? Did you like it or not? Like uh, it? It's worth a watch. I could take it or leave it, but I also kind of didn't like it. It wasn't great for me. All right. All right, Matthew, what'd you think? Uh, I liked it. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if it's like upper echelon Marvel, but uh, I, I did enjoy it, um, you know, for sure. a, a number of reasons. So, all right. And it, it's definitely Charles not and Linda Thor and Dark World. No. What's that, Seth? It's definitely not Thor Dark World. No. Right. No, right. I, I'd rank it better than that. Yeah. All right. Well, let me uh, let me jump down then to Jermaine and ask you what you didn't like about it. Well, so it was a it was a major departure from um, regular um, 
regular Marvel movies in, in the sense that, um, okay, so were there fu funny moments? Yes. Um, did they build the plot? Yes. Um, did everything connect? No. Um, um, I loved the the switch, right? Like, I, like going into the movie, like I knew that Wanda was going to be the villain, but I'd forgotten about it. Um, some ways into the movie, I'd forgotten that she, she wasn't. So, th the reveal there was a was a good reveal, um, but there were just so many different missing pieces to that to that movie. It, it was almost as if um, there were parts of the movie that were taken out um, because of time. And you know we were just missing some things. All right. Yeah, I like I'd we agree with that. On on echoing that it felt like some there wasn't enough time spent in some areas, and on the it, it felt short from that perspective. Like maybe if they had drawn some things out, dug deeper into, um, like for this being the multiverse of madness, I didn't feel like we got to see a lot of multiverses. We got one one short scene where we go through all these different ones, but I, I, I felt like we were missing out on an adventure there because there were opportunities to have to, to maybe do a little bit of adventuring through different multiverses to try and solve a problem, mm -hmm. you know? Um, yeah. yeah, Chris, you know, that's valid. Uh, uh, although I, I'm going to agree with you and then disagree with you. I, I agree that uh, yeah, they probably didn't do as much with the premise of the multiverse as they could have. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, they, they paid a, kind of a bit of lip service to it. And then there's like, well, we need to get on with the story here. And so they didn't do, do too much more with that. Um, if you are just, by the way, interested in stories about multiverses, uh, there is a movie you need to see, uh, which is called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, <laughs> oh, and I, I think, Charles, you've, you yeah, just saw yeah, that. Yeah, I went saw that. It was, <clears throat> I'm not a big multiverse fan. So but, I'm, yeah. I'm very critical about that. That was, a, it was fun. Wouldn't a, wouldn't a multiverse fan have to be huge just by definition if it's going to cool <laughs> all the multiverses? Yes, but that's kind of, yeah. <laughs> but this it was, is why we can't keep guests. <laughs> but yeah, I think everything, everywhere, all at once. Though, yeah, if if multiverses are not your thing, this is not the movie for you because this movie goes full on headfirst into the whole multiverse concept, and it will take you to bizarre places. It is one of the most whacked out things I've ever seen in my life. It was the cinematography, and it was good. Yeah. Well, I love Michelle Yeoh and pretty much everything, so I, yeah, I, I, I do I want to see that. There was some of the family relationships that I'm not even sure I understood it at the end, but the, um, the, I think they took the, there's kind of a joke in there about the bagel with everything on it. I, th <laughs> I, I think mean they, everything. Uh, yeah. Everything. <laughs> I think they took that too far in my opinion. <laughs> my opinion, but it it almost uh, ruined it in a way. But so so if you I so if you're heavy that. into multiverse stuff, that would be the that would be the movie to watch. I, I, we don't yeah. we don't get to meet the pig Doctor Strange, do we? No, <laughs> no, we, we don't. Unfortunately. So anyway, yeah. So if if multiverses yeah. are your thing, you're going to see that concept explored better in that movie than in this movie. Um, 
I will disagree with Chris though about the running time because I thought that was one of the pluses of the you know a lot of the Marvel movies <laughs> are pretty damn long. This one clocks in at just over two hours, and that was refreshing for me. And it was refreshing to me that it uh, it gets started right away. I mean, wham bang, you are into this, and I think this is very much uh, in keeping. Um, I, I, I give some credit to Sam Raimi for this because he's the guy who directed it, and this is a this is very much a Sam Raimi film. You know, in that sense, he doesn't waste time. He boom, you're in it, and uh, and you just kind of go, and he kind of dares you to keep up with him. <laughs> and huh. like, what was what's different? I feel about this one is yeah, it does kind of break Marvel formatting, but this is kind of their first horror, like set in the MCU. Like, so it, was it designed to be more of a horror type? Yeah, it like, felt much more like a horror. It did. Really? Yeah, that's kind of like uh, the Scarlet Witch is set up very much in like horror movie witch uh, fashion. Yeah, like, and, and there's even a scene, okay, they're getting chased in a tunnel. And uh, there's, a, there's a scene where the Scarlet Witch pops in. They, they, they're like, where did she go? And she pops in and made me jump. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, the way they did it was, was very, very much horror-like. And mm. and I think it, it gave you know it, it gave credibility to how scary she was at that moment, right? And yeah. um, I, I definitely appreciated that aspect of it. Um, you know, this this uh, you know Wanda is nothing compared to uh, the, the the Scarlet Witch that we get in in the Multiverse of Madness. So mm -hmm. yeah, so there's one scene where the sorcerers had kind of trapped her in the mirror dimension. But then she flips it on him and starts using mirrors against them, and then just fully does one of those horror movie creepy like witch ring or something like right that. She crawls yeah. out of the TV. Yeah. I was like, oh, right out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that's stuff we haven't seen in a Marvel movie before, and mm. it freaking worked because, yeah, they like Wanda was just such a power in that movie that you could that she was the horror movie villain where all you can do is run. You can't really fight her. Yeah. So, so I'm a little bit confused. And so what happened to the beast in the beginning that was after the woman with the mm -hmm. artifact? Uh, the the first beast gets killed in that other dimension, I think. And then she's okay. pursued by another beast. Which is you, you see the giant eyeball monster mm -hmm. that uh, mm -hmm. in the beginning, and that was another thing that they kind like Disney was kind of skirting a little bit with its gore in its was this still PG or PG thirteen? You know, if people mentioned the gore because uh, you know, before I went I to see it, was it I, my, my nephew had even said to me, "It's like oh, it's pretty gory," and I was like. I didn't really find it all that gory. I didn't, I didn't find it all that gory either. I, I did well, think they were trying to trying to uh, breach an area where they normally don't go to, but um, they could have gone further. Yeah, they I, did, I like, didn't see enough blood. They shied away from certain things, like mm -hmm. uh, the. Uh, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to describe exactly what they shied away from, but it like they full on tear the eyeball out of that giant eyeball monster and the yeah. first like 10 minutes of the movie and i was just like okay this is yeah i think that that did a good job of setting the tone for it and and 
you know, to go back about what, what I didn't like about the movie was, yes, it was a departure from previous MCU films. Uh, for me, it was lacking a, a profound point to be made. Usually there's, there's something somebody says that that, that, that um, really brings together a story or, or something somebody's struggling with internally. Um, and, and in this film, you know, America Chavez can't control her power, right? And and she's gone all this time without being able to control it. And it takes one line at the end of the film where he's like, you know, believe in yourself. And, and, then, and then that's what does it. <laughs> well, and I about near <laughs> threw my drink across the theater. Like and now, now she can control her power. It was that one motivational person that she's got to come across, and that fixes it. And that's not Marvel to me. Marvel is very has historically been very good about having that that profound moment that's more than just a line. There's something that builds up to it, or something like that. So that 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 I was disappointed in it. And I think from that from that point near the end, I went back and retrospectively was just kind of some things fell flat for me as much as i enjoyed the ride that's where it kind of started to fall flat for me i think the profound point like that uh they were trying to make wasn't with america so much as uh stephen strange's ability to uh kind of forgive himself for failing in the past and being able to be happy like that was kind of the emotional journey of that there 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 is that but you don't really spend a lot of the film on, and I guess I guess that's where parts are kind of cut out. Maybe exactly. We, we have we have very few moments of focusing on that, and then you know you kind of run back into the next crazy thing that's happening, and and I get where time can be an issue in a film, but I'd rather have a longer film that's complete than than slicing and dicing a little bit down to the point where you end up with something a little bit different or or maybe it's missing something. So and that's why I say I could take or leave the film because overall it was a it was a fun ride. I appreciate the deviation, but at the same time I was I was just kind of hoping for more substance from some of the some of the characters. So let me just jump in real quick. So if this is like setting up Marvel for, you know, like horror um, in the future, I think they probably especially like once you you see the second movie, you reflect back on this movie, it'll probably be it'll probably probably be a better movie then at that point. Um, I I will also say that America, that that particular character, that was like like it wasn't even a, a major point to the movie, right? Just the fact, okay, she can't use her powers and the fact that um, that uh, other doctors would use her, her, her power, but this doctor, the doctor that we know, decided not to use her power. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think that that evolution of that particular character, I think that was kind of like, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. what we were you know, left to yeah. deal with. Mm. Yeah. You know, you guys make some good points about that. Um, you know, I was kind of into the movie. So, you know, the, that, that scene that Chris mentions at the end where, you know, she figures, figures out how to use her power, you know, and it's just, you know, like I said, it's just totally glossed over and I get that. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause, and I think probably it's because it really wasn't her story and I'm not entirely sure it was Dr. Strange's story. If there was, the deeper, deepest character arc I saw in this story was Wanda's. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Wanda's kind of going for. There is, um, you know, uh, there isn't the most emotional parts of the story concern her. Uh, yes, and I there's, agree. There, yeah. There's an emotional scene right at the climax of the story there, where she kind of has to come to terms with what she has done. Uh, that works 
um, it works pretty well for me. But it, yeah, it's it's not really Doctor Strange's story, and it's not America's story either. Um, yeah, and that was so on that on that specific note on Wanda, you know, and thinking about that, that you're one hundred percent right that it really strikes with me because um, when she is when she has to confront herself in the end and, and she's, she's looking at her kids and she sees how her kids look at her and what she's become. That's when it hits home. That, that, that spoke to me, that moment right there, that was very emotional. That was very, you know, Oh my gosh, my kids have seen me turn into the monster, you know? And, and, and we didn't, I don't feel like we got that so much with a lot of the other characters, but in that, in thinking about that, you know, who was this movie really about? Was it Doctor Strange? Eh. Was it America Chavez? Eh. No, it was, it was more like a, a Wanda movie, and, if anything. And this isn't actually the first time that Disney's done that, where the supposed antagonist is actually filling the role of the protagonist of the film. Uh, they did That was also kind of Infinity War, where uh, Thanos was the one who was driving the plot. He was the one taking the actions yeah, and making fair. everyone yeah. react to him. Mm-hmm. And we were almost a lot more in his head and understanding his motivations for why he was doing things rather than the mm-hmm. the heroes. So yeah, yeah uh, Matt, Matt's got a real good point there in that like Wanda's the one who's moving the plot forward. And that's very often the case with action adventure stories just in general. Um, you know, I think I, I've heard it said that actions, action adventure stories really depend on the quality of the villain. Uh, and you think about mm-hmm. that, like through all the action adventure stories, you know, whether they're in genre or not. I mean, you look at Star Wars, what would Star Wars be without Darth Vader, you know? Right. Uh, and you look at um, even uh, take a movie, an action movie like Die Hard. What would it have been without Hans Gruber? Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's, it's the quality of the villain uh, is, uh, I think, key to making a good action adventure story. But that doesn't take away from the points that Jermaine and Chris uh, uh, mentioned that, you know, hey, there are some things that get glossed over or not necessarily in there, which which could have been, I think. All right. Uh, who else here uh, is a big like Marvel Comics reader or normal? Yeah. I am not, unfortunately. So, uh, I think one of the bigger things, like, I think this movie is necessary in the MCU because it's going to be fundamental towards what's coming forward because of some key things that they said and laid out in the film. And one of the biggest ones uh, were were the incursions that they were talking about. Mm Mm-hmm. And that, I think, is going to be one of the big uh, phase four, phase five things, is these incursions. Oh, sure. Hmm? Yeah, absolutely. So for those that that haven't watched it or don't remember, could you go through the incursions? Okay. What what happens there? So when when, uh, they end up in another, they end up in another one of these realities, uh, one of the multiverses, where uh, the inhabitants have are familiar much much more familiar with the multiverse and they tell steven that his jumping between worlds is in danger of causing incursions and what those are is when two universes are drawn too close together by people uh popping over from one side to another they can 
impact each other and either one will be annihilated or, or both, both will be annihilated. Hmm. And in the comics, this was the central theme of one of the huge events where Marvel was kind of doing a reboot in the comics universe where they took all their various multiverses and smashed them all together until there was only one left. And it was a great big comic event and there were a lot of good things and they used that to bring Miles Morales into the mainstream universe and a couple other of these fan favorite characters who had only existed in one-offs and whatnot. So that I think is where things are heading and that these incursions are going to be very important going forward. Yeah. I mean, and you can see that stuff getting set up in some of the other uh, Marvel properties that have been out there. Loki sets this up kind of as well. Mm -hmm. uh, if you've watched that. Um, so uh, and you, you know, Loki tells you uh, who the big bad is going to be for phase four. Um, so uh, yeah, I hope, though, I, I, I'm personally leery about those kinds of reboots. Um, though, though some, sometimes those can be done well and sometimes not so much. I think of the most recent uh, Star Trek movies um, where mm -hmm. they basically, basically reset, uh, reset the Star Trek universe. Right. Um, and I was not a fan of that. I was, uh, I was actually a big detractor of that. Uh, so I know we've got some Star Trek... Star Trek fans uh, uh, on the panel <laughs> here, and I'll go all day talking about the, you know, those Star and, Trek hey, movies. Yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch as Khan right? and Doctor Strange, they could meet each other. Right. <laughs> hey. Yes, it's 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 Khan and and Doctor Strange. Yeah. Well, uh, we may have to have uh, Matthew and Jermaine back uh, when we talk about uh, Strange New Worlds. I assume Matt, you're watching that. I have not seen any of it yet. I, I will tell you quite honestly. Well, number one, I don't have uh, uh, Paramount Plus. Well, yeah, I don't have Paramount Plus. Um, but also, I what what little I have seen, I did see some of um, uh, Discovery. Yeah, and I'm not a fan of Discovery too much. Uh, you kind of lost me with the spore drive. I'm sorry. I was like, are you, are you kidding me? <laughs> Come on. I'm supposed to be taking this seriously. No, you lost me with the score drive. So. <laughs> no, I'm me sorry. I'm sorry. Me and I'm Matt, sorry. you were on the same page. Linda's reaction was priceless. She was <laughs> like, no. What Wasn't impressed. Well, I will say that Strange New Worlds is, is unlike Discovery. Yeah. Um, well, and I think it, yeah. it, it harkens back more to the original series, much more than anything that we've seen here to here to four. So um, I'd encourage you to check out a couple of the episodes, see what you think. It'd be interesting. When I get a chance, I, I'm sure I'll check yeah. it out. All right. Cool. Well, uh, before we get into Stranger Things, we'll just go around the room. And for uh, the audience out there that uh, maybe hasn't seen Multiverse of Madness yet. Uh, yeah, we just ruined it for you. Sorry. Yeah, no. Uh, but, <laughs> we but didn't if, spoil everything. Yeah. Would you uh, just want to know if you'd encourage them to see it or skip it? So, Matt, what do you say? See it I'd or say, skip it? I'd say see it. Might not want to see it more than once, but go see it. Okay. Seth? Absolutely see it. If nothing else for the fan service in the middle, 
There's okay. an excellent scene that I specifically didn't say anything about, but that just <laughs> made the inner nerd in me just stand up and be like, oh, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jermaine, see it or skip it? Definitely see it. I mean, you should you should see every Marvel movie. Right. <laughs> All right. All right. And Chris? Yeah, I agree. It's at least worth a watch uh, at least once. So I don't know that I'd watch it again, but I, I did enjoy it. And uh, I loved the horror movie twist on it. So there were definitely some positive things. Uh, just didn't love it. All right. Very good. All right. Well, let's uh, jump right into Stranger Things. Uh, if there's anything stranger than Doctor Strange, this would be it. Um, <laughs> well, there's got to be some good... Uh episode title i can come up with dr <laughs> stranger things yeah there you go oh, boy. well so uh i think most of us have seen stranger things um and uh there's a lot of kind of unanswered questions out there um so let's just kind of go around and see what uh, what kind of questions or uh, people might have that um you're hoping gets answered in season four and i'll go ahead and and start off um I've got a couple of questions. One is, um, how did uh, um, Hopper, Hooper, Hopper? Hopper. It's Hopper. Hopper. I don't know why. I, sometimes I, I always call him Hooper. I don't know why. Hopper. How did he end up in Russia is what I want to know. And I also want to know um, how or what, how, what is Russia's involvement in the Upside Down? How did they get involved there? So, <clears throat> sort of the Russian aspect for me. Um, Linda, let's jump to you. What questions might you have about season four of Stranger Things? I think probably the same thing is how, what's this deal with Hopper in, in Russia um, is the main, is, is I think the main one that I would ask. All right. Well, where did we leave off in season three? Well, uh, you know, I, I'm hoping to get time to watch season three we -watch just to rewatch it uh, to get back out. the last thing i remember really was um hopper being in that prison cell in russia and i remember they <clears throat> they destroyed remember that was that there was that huge underground laboratory that they found underneath, the underneath the Hawkins. Yeah. yeah and there was a big machine there that they managed to destroy um and um well, Eleven and, fixes everything in season three, right? No, as a matter yeah. of fact, she does not, which is one of the things I kind of liked about it. Eleven uh, loses her powers. At power, the end of right. season three. Oh, that's right. Right. Yeah. right, right. How did she? How did she I lose? Forgot her about power? that. She got. Uh, she got basically bit by a mind flare, the monster, that's and it right. kind of infected mm -hmm. her. And getting that out of her took her powers away her power. too. Yeah. Oh, all right. Or All right, at least Matt, made him dormant. I guess that's what we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Matt, what, what are you looking forward to? In, uh... Well, um, one thing, you know, you mentioned the Russians. Fine. It was never clear to me what the Russians were trying to do in season three. Right. That was right. never explained. It's like, okay, you know, uh, you know, the Americans tried, uh, you know, using the upside down and all that and had catastrophic results as a result. <laughs> and so why are the russians do what are they actually hoping to do because they're actually trying to open this gate yeah why why in the <laughs> hell i mean can't they learn a lesson from what what happened to the stupid americans who did that so well, i mean <laughs> yeah. critically so I they like, are 
they are trying to open it in America, not in Russia. So, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so yeah, there's there's that. I would I, I would kind of like to get an answer for that. I, I, I that seems like it's just kind of a ball that was dropped, and I don't know why. Right. Uh, and I would also, you know, like to. Uh, it, it's very clear to me that we're going to we are going to find out in season four how you know it's a big part of season four is going to be Eleven trying to get her powers back. Uh, that, right. that much is clear just looking at the previews for it that Eleven's yeah. going to be trying to get her powers back and so i think that's going to be an interesting arc and, and there's a lot of like history that we don't know yet right all right let's uh, jump over to chris chris yeah for me for? it's just seeing um how the kids have continued to grow and develop what their dynamics are between them that's always been kind of a, a little bit of a side thing in there but i'm interested right. knowing how that goes obviously uh 11 and and what's what's next for her and how is she dealing with not having her powers um right and then you know same thing with everyone else on 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 hopper what what what's going on there and and what are the russians doing i agree with matt like what let's dig into that and are the russians the only other ones trying to do something with the upside down it can't just be america and the russians you know um given the time period you know what's What's maybe Germany doing? What's what some of these other countries doing as well? So, okay, Charles, how about you? Well, I'm wondering if they're going to bring her sister back into the. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a good question. That's been an episode that bothers me that they even bothered with it. Yeah. Unless unless she's going to come back into the arc somehow. Wouldn't yeah, be that surprised. might be interesting. Yeah. Good so one. I, mean, I don't know, but I'll tell you. Um, has anybody, uh, you know, Netflix has released the first eight minutes of episode one. I haven't so, watched it yet. Okay. I have not watched that yet either. So. I, I watched it just before, uh, just before we started recording this. Uh, yeah. So um, I, I won't give anything away about it, but I will say that there are some pretty strong indications, Charles, that we might see uh, more about that because I, yeah, I don't think that was necessarily a one-off uh, episode. And I think, yeah, we might see her again. Huh, interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks like season four is headed for a big, a big fight, like a the big uh, confrontation with the the underside. And I would not be surprised if we not only see uh, Eleven sister, but maybe some of the other kids too. Oh, that like, could mm-hmm. be. Huh, interesting. All right. You see the first eight minutes. Anyway, go ahead. Oh. Okay. Uh, let's go to Jermaine. Jermaine, what are you looking forward to or questions that you'd like to see answered in season four? I have to admit, I didn't finish watching all of season three, so I'm oh, learning a no. lot from you all. Sorry. Yeah, we just destroyed the ending for you. No, no, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. So that that's part of the reason why I wanted to be in the background. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, Seth, how about you? Anything you're looking forward to in uh, season four? Um, basically what I said, I'm looking forward. To, this looks like they're going to go out on a bang. And I'm looking forward to that series end. Yeah. Um, what, however that happens, I think it's going to be uh, one of the cooler things we've seen on streaming television in a while. Just because this has been... Netflix is one of their flagship shows. And if this is the last season, I'm expecting it to go out pretty big. And from what I've seen 
uh, it looks like we're going to see some cool, or what we saw from the trailers, it looks like we're going to see some cool monsters and maybe like, I don't, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be wild, I think. Just to clarify, this won't be the last season. Oh, it won't. There will be a fifth season. That's already been confirmed. Um, So this is going to be the second to last season. But everything that I'm reading, I'm going to make a little prediction for you all here. Uh, Everything that I've been reading, you know, they they have really got it fairly well fleshed out now. uh, Really? uh, Pretty well wrap it up. I mean, they had... Uh, owing to COVID, uh, you know, which was the cause, one of the main reasons why there was such a big delay between seasons three and four. Um, but it also gave the Duffer brothers time to write out all of season four. So they had it all written out before they even started filming. Uh, and huh. they have a pretty good idea where they're what they're going to do in season five. And the idea is to wrap it up big in season five. So my prediction is that season four is going to end on a massive cliffhanger that's going to have us all screaming, you bastards! <laughs> <laughs> Probably. All right. Well, I love, I love it when I scream that at the end of a season. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means they did their job right. I'm, right. I'm right. so anxious to see the next one. I'm wondering too. Uh, well, let's go to Seth real quick. Seth, uh, anything questions you're looking forward to having you, answered? You just in? did me. You, you I did? just did me. Hmm. Yep. It wasn't memorable. Well, I do. <laughs> Ouch. That, that hurts. <laughs> I do have one more. I mean, I, I I am looking forward to finding out what what thing uh, the mother, um... Winona Ryder. Yeah, Winona Ryder's character. Joyce What wall Joyce, hanging yeah. or decoration or something is going to be used? <laughs> Christmas lights? Will she use this? Or magnets? <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what what's going to be the yeah the new one? The Halloween costume for twenty twenty three or twenty twenty two? What's her new crafting project? Crafting project, right? I'm wondering if uh, if Mike and Eleven are actually going to end up getting together. Well, hmm. Mike and Eleven, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what I thought was interesting is uh, okay. Uh, uh, again, uh, Jermaine, I apologize. I am going to uh, truly uh, ruin. Uh, the, so at the end of season three, you know, uh, Eleven goes off with Will and Joyce. Okay, mm-hmm. and we know that they are moving away, and they're moving. They're leaving Hawkins, which, to my mind, is the smartest thing Joyce has ever done. Is like right. get the hell out of Hawkins. It's like right. yeah, it's it's uh, uh you know it's uh like like the old Eddie Murphy routine is <laughs> why are you staying in the house if it's haunted? If the ghost tells you to get out, get out, get out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so bad we can't right. stay right so uh yeah that was the smartest thing that she ever did but she moved away with 11 and will okay right and i have to wonder uh i mean obviously that's going to put a strain on 11 and mike's relationship but there's always yeah part of me making me wonder is anything going to happen between between 11 and will since they're going to be right. thrown together in a way they've never been thrown together those two characters really i mean Will was absent for almost all of season one, and then right. you know, and, and and eleven was separated from all of the characters in, in season two. So Will and uh, eleven haven't had much interaction, right? And right. they are together. And I'm just wondering if anything's going to happen there. Yeah, interesting. Very, haven't thought about that, but you're right. 
All right. Well, let's see. Uh, I think uh, we're uh, approaching. Did we hear from uh, Jermaine? Oh, do, yeah, we, we hit. Yeah, we did. He yeah, said okay. he hadn't seen the end of season three, so. Uh, all right. Yeah, we, 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 we totally out. ruined all of season three yep. for Germany now, so. <laughs> yeah, he's going to It wasn't, it wasn't there, memorable, Seth. It wasn't memorable. It was a stressful time in my life, and I had to give certain things up, and that was one of the things I gave up. And so you you all are making me question my thought processes during that time. It <laughs> it. <laughs> Like the last couple of years have been rough, and if certain shows like stress you out, don't watch them. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, well, I'm looking. So it comes out uh, May 27th. So uh, less than, uh, the first part of now. the season comes out May 27th. Right, uh, should qualify yeah, they're that. separating the season into two pe- two chunks, right? Yeah, oh. yeah. yeah. So do we know actually- how many episodes? We, this was just announced, actually. I've been following this kind of closely. You might be able okay. to tell. Uh, so, um, so uh, yeah, it was. I originally thought it was, it was, there's going to be nine episodes in the season. I originally thought they were going to release the first five and then the last four uh, on July 4th. Uh-huh. Um, now I am. We are being told that they're going to release the first seven episodes on the 27th uh-huh. and save the last two for July 4th. Ooh, really? Okay. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we're, we've also been prepped to expect these these episodes have a longer runtime, much longer oh. runtime. Oh wow! Uh, they mm-hmm. said some of the episodes are like feature length. Uh, wow! I, I, I was just about really? to say that makes me think that they're really proud of the product that they have because that runs up runs across um, movie going time, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they think they're going to get a large share of it. I, they do. Huh. I, I, yeah, they uh, uh, apparently are trying to get a lot done here in season four. Uh, I got a lot yeah. of story, and to, I'd rather to, have to that. I'm a, I'm a proponent of some something, you know, longer films to get yes. in what you really need to get in. So mm-hmm. they care right. that much about it that they're going to have the longer runtime. I'm excited now. Really yeah. excited. Of course, now Matthew's got me thinking. Uh, the end of episode seven, I'm going to be screaming, "You bastard!" <laughs> <laughs> Probably. And then they'll get you again on the ep- end of episode yeah. nine. Yeah. Right. Right. Well, that's pretty cool. That'll be all right. If I'm if I'm screaming, "You bastards!" That means I'm they've happy. Done the, they've done their job. <laughs> they've done their job. We're invested. <laughs> Okay, folks. Well, uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, thanks to our guest hosts and uh, for uh, chipping in and chiming in here on uh, our conversations today. Um, let us know in the comments uh, what you're looking forward to uh, finding out from season four of Stranger Things, and um, anything that uh, you'd like to see happen uh, in this in this season. And uh, we'll definitely have to get together again towards the end, maybe after uh, the seventh show of season four and uh, so we can all just scream you bastards together or something so anyway thanks for tuning in and we will catch you all uh, next week take care bye y'all bye, bye. oh i wasn't ready for it <laughs> <laughs> damn it disappointed here we go all right bye-bye <laughs>